Yo, yo, what's up? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 467 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Yaz and I have settled into Austin, Texas, and it's really awesome. It has also been very stressful because, yeah, we're out here in Austin, but we'd also like to stay in Austin. So on one end, we have the amazing opportunity with Maverick Next, and we're working to build systems so we can get people into Maverick Next and fill our pipeline with prospects from Maverick Next. And at the same time, money is starting to run thin. So we figure, you know what we're going to do? We're going to run one more challenge to help people connect with their dream mentor, peer, or partner. And once we are able to really help out some clients for the one last time, hopefully it's the one last time here, then we're going to move into really going all in with Maverick Next. And it's been extremely stressful because everything relies, like, it's like everything's on my shoulders and our shoulders, really. And as amazing as it sounds to the outside ear in terms of like burning your boats moving to a new city to really make a name for yourself and you have a network in the city that you're in and you're just leveraging these connections and you're having this crazy life adventure from the inside it's terrifying there's a lot of uncertainty there's a lot of imposter syndrome that comes with this. And it does take some power to take control of the mind because it is, it is difficult. It really is. And when I set out on, to, on this journey and I was in the backyard with my mom and my sisters and my brother-in-law and we're talking about my plan for when I travel the world, which was when I first bought the one-way ticket to London. You know, a big thing was like, I told them, I really want to see who I am and what I'm made of because I don't know who I am and and what I'm really truly capable of unless I remove the safety net of comfort that my parents and living environment have provided for me. And I'll tell you what, bro, <laughs> I am getting that. I, I got exactly what I asked for and I move forward regardless, but man, sometimes I just feel like I'm getting my fucking ass kicked emotionally. But even on these days that I get my ass kicked just tremendously, I still get the work done that I set out to do. And I move away from teaching productivity and discipline and structure and mental toughness and all that. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's very beneficial, as a matter of fact. But I'll tell you what, what really helps me out uh, these days is I have a planner. It's called the Morning Hero Planner. And you can find it on Amazon. It's like $50. And it's fantastic. I, I love using it. 
and it helps me stay clear and set my goals for the day. This isn't an advertisement whatsoever, but like it really, really helps me out. But like the best thing that really helps build me up, even when like I have these days where emotionally I am just going through a internal tornado is setting goals that are manageable, like are 100% achievable, even if I'm having a crash and burn day. And some people say, well, you set your goals too low, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I've been looking at my, thank God for this weekly meeting that I do with Yasmina every Sunday, because instead of looking at each day as a way to like be Superman and just absolutely dominate and crush a day. Instead, I'm looking at the progress over the course of a week. So I take a look and I see, okay, how did this week look instead of how was the day? And when you break things up over the course of a week and you reflect on the week, you're like, all right, cool. Like, I got, I got a lot done. I did it. So I just chip away each and every single day at this bigger picture thing. And that helps me out tremendously because truthfully, I probably get done and <laughs> I can just hear, I can just hear people say, I can just hear people already just being like, you need to work harder, man. Dude, I, I get done, like, what I need to get done in, like, three to four hours of work per day, which is excellent. It's, it's really cool. I feel fantastic. And I've been doing a lot of research into crypto as well. So I've been putting in a lot of my effort, extra time into crypto. I've been reading the, the Bitcoin standard. And part of me is really impatient with so many things. Part of me is impatient with finances. Another part of me is impatient with uh, crypto and my 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 learning curve and working to just like learn as much as I can in the shortest period of time. And it's a slow process. And I'm working to stay grounded. I did watch a amazing YouTube video this week. It's a podcast called the Full Send Podcast with and they had Gary V on this week and Gary V was just saying like man like I'm trying to get into these 25 year olds heads that like they haven't even like started life yet and that really it's really helpful and he said a reason why people compare no no not compare a reason why people feel impatient is because they care about what their success looks like to other people and that really hit home because yeah it's so true like I feel that I am motivated by different things but a big thing that I am motivated by is to like show people the success that I obtain like to show people that I went to high school with to show my parents to show old friends and acquaintances to show past employers to show people that I used to work with like wh where I am today and show how great I am and 
you know, all this egotistical stuff. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, there's some, there's some motivation um, of that behind what I'm doing. And I often feel like shit because I've, my whole life, I've attached external things to how I feel and been very observant to people's reactions. When someone reacts a certain way, that helps me feel good inside, like as if I have some worth when I contribute in a certain way and someone shows appreciation and gratitude and when I feel like I have some degree of usefulness, then I feel like I have some worth and then I finally feel you know good about myself. And when I show that I'm at a particular place or event and I show how cool my life is and what I'm doing, then yeah, you know, I feel good about myself as if I have some worth and my life has meaning. And I'm working on letting go of that. I'm working on living to live for me. And there is there is part of that for me to, number one, show myself that I can do this and show myself that I can live my dreams. And, you know, another part is to selfless as well to help other people live their own dream as well because you have one life why waste it on not doing what you want i think that's really dumb we have one life and at the end of it we're gonna die no matter what we're gonna die it's inescapable it's very improbable that you're going to be the first immortal of all time And knowing that, it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to die, I might as well go for my dreams. It's like if the ending is death, no matter what, and I have a choice to go for my dreams or not go for my dreams, why would I ever decide to not go for my dreams? That doesn't make any sense to me. You're telling me the result is the same no matter what. I might as well go for it. I might as well go for what I want. So um, I really want to drill that into other people's heads and help other people um, the same. And it's really crazy because I feel like a lot of my 20s is really bringing awareness to my own worth and value. And it's crazy because I meet a lot of people and a lot of successful entrepreneurs and a lot of people feel that I am on their level based on how I carry myself and the way that I think and the way that I carry myself. And I don't like how I'm going to say this, but I'm saying it anyway. I guess how impressionable that I am and how quote-unquote high quality of a person that I am and I'm just bringing awareness to that you know uh, oftentimes I do face imposter syndrome and one thing that we had a we had a maverick next mastermind call yesterday and one of the members he said something that was really amazing which I want to start doing which is if I if I have affirmations that say something like I'm wealthy or I have abundance, or I am intelligent, well, my brain, what it naturally will do is it'll be like, yeah, right, and it'll start to search up evidence 
to prove me wrong because if I'm not wealthy, it's like, duh, you're not wealthy. Look at your fucking bank account. Like, you don't have millions of dollars in there. And you don't even have hundreds of thousands in there. You don't even really even have ten, tens of thousands in there. So it's like, no, you're not wealthy. And like, your brain just, you know, fucks you up that way. But instead, you prompt your brain with things like, oh, here are moments in my life where I was intelligent. And you list it out. Or here's moments in my life where I made money from nothing. Or here are moments in my life where I showed up confident or showed up as a leader. And now you can't, now your brain can't argue against that. Now your brain actually cements that more in your brain. Like, oh yeah, like I am this person. I am a great salesperson. I am whatever that is for you that you want to embody. You know, one thing that I often feel very insecure about is my intelligence. You know, I often feel like it's difficult for me to learn on my own. I feel like it's, I must learn from other people. I need to have conversations with people. I need to listen and, and read and, and constantly learn that way. And it feels like, man, can I figure out anything by myself? Like I'm always calling up mentors and asking for help and constantly in conversations with friends. And this thing would you know, very, be very, very helpful in terms of, oh, like here are moments where I figured out by myself where I learned on my own and where I showed up and I was actually intelligent and I made the right decisions. And now my brain can't argue against that, right? How can it possibly argue against something that I've already done and that's factual that I... So it's like that solidifies that more in my brain. So one thing that I've been... I want to be more intentional about is taking control of my thoughts and my mind and even if it's not like taking control, but just being aware of my thoughts. And I haven't been meditating as much as I'd like to. And I definitely want to get back into that. I've been waking up and I've just been moving, moving, moving. Today's a prime example. Last night I went out with one of my friends. And it was me, Yasmina, and our other friend. And we got back maybe 12, 15 no, we got back at midnight, and then I don't think I went to bed till like one thirty, and then I woke up this morning for a podcast at nine a.m. And then the podcast is uh, got rescheduled, but like I just woke up and like fifteen minutes before the podcast, and I'm like, all right, well let's let's do this, let's make this happen. And here I am, like I haven't meditated yet, haven't really done much, and I don't necessarily have a plan in place to meditate or to do a morning routine or morning ritual. Lately, I've just been getting up and just fucking just going and just winging it and taking it as it goes. I do have a plan for the day as far as like what I want to get accomplished. But to be honest with you, I just kind of go with my feeling in terms of, all right, like I know that it takes me a couple hours to really start to get into the groove of things and I have a ritual in terms of when I am going to sit down, I go into what's called focus blocks where it's like with a bunch of other solopreneurs and it's on a Zoom call and we hold each other accountable. So you can actually check out focusblocks.io 
I love it. I use it every single day. Um, well, as much as I possibly can, at least. I don't use it every day, but I probably use it most days because it keeps me on track. It helps me focus. It keeps me accountable. And I show up at the beginning of the hour and I set a, a realistic goal on what I want to accomplish. And at the end, they check in. Like, it's so awesome. It's such a fantastic thing. So I'll sit down and I will probably go on a focus block maybe three or four hours into my day. I'll have some tea right next to me. And um, I have my little sec place in the house where I work and I get it done. And I feel fantastic because like instead of doing like dribs and drabs of like distracted, undistracted, checking social media, checking email, checking, 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 messaging, all that stuff. I sit down for a full hour and I'm completely focused on one specific outcome that I want to do and then I get that done and it's like, yeah, I feel that several hours of like really, really, really focused work is way better than many hours of dribs and drabs of work. So that's basically how I structure my day and it's pretty cool, you know, like, as I mentioned, it's been, it's been tough, it's been exciting, it's been rewarding, it's been an adventure, to say the least. And the cool thing is, one of my high school coaches, he went to the same thing, like, he did this in terms of, like, he left LA, and he went to Chicago, and he worked on rebuilding his life. He packed up his car and went down to Chicago, and he talked about how tough that journey was, so... I've been in communication with him and talking with him about what I'm going through. And he's able to give me perspective and it's very helpful. And I think this is the power of conversation. That's the power of mentors. And I don't think I'll ever let that go. I don't think I'll ever get to a point where I don't need a mentor or, or I don't need peers to balance things off of. I feel like that's the best way I learn and it helps me make the best decisions uh, I think it's just leveraging other people's brains has really helped me get to the place that I'm at. And working on that discounting where I've come from, domestic violence, the household I came from, the people that I was surrounded with. I mean, think about it. Four out of five of my high middle, middle school friends dropped out of high school. My, my middle school friends are smoking weed in middle school. And I, 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 I didn't join in because I was never, you know, first of all, thankfully, I was never invited. I think it'd be a matter of time before I, I would have done that as well. You know, I, didn't, I, I think the first time I smoked weed was 10th grade, which is 14, 15 years old, which is still pretty young, but why didn't it start in high school? And then just a bunch of people who, like, I went to school with who now have kids who are working in warehouse jobs, and that's fine if they're happy. I'm, I wouldn't be happy. In that position whatsoever but um yeah you know it doesn't turn out this way for everybody and it's actually i'm the only person that i know that it turned out this way for and i got to give myself more credit for that and when i say this i also want to bring light for you i want you to think about well what have you done that maybe feels so natural to you because i discount this all the time i'm like dude anyone who was in my situation would have done exactly what i would have done they would have reached out to people. They would have gone down the Tony Robbins rabbit hole. 
they would have done everything that I would have done. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, in my head, I'm like, dude, duh. Like, of course they would fucking do that because it's so painful to be in the position that you're in. Of course you would make that fucking decision. It's like, it's a no-brainer. Duh. But that's not true. Like, people were in similar situations that I have been in and decided not to take the actions that I decided to take that led me to where I am today with 27 multi-million dollar mentors with amazing social circle living in Austin, Texas. You know, we're like a five to seven minute drive from downtown Austin. And people love me, people believe in me, and it's really awesome. So I say that to say this, like give yourself credit as well in terms of there's a lot of people who have come from a similar background as you and you shouldn't discount where you're at because number one, for me, I'm always like, no, where I'm at doesn't matter much because I'm not where I want to be. You might feel that same way too where you're like, hey, I'm not where I want to be in my journey. So I discount everything about my life. Like it's not, it's not that great. But I'm working on being like, no, like where I'm at is okay. It's great. Be patient. It's, you know, be process oriented. Don't get too attached to results because when you get too attached to results, you know, that fleet, that feeling of happiness is very fleeting and you're not doing it for you. You're doing it to impress others. So be process oriented, focus on what you can control, stay in your own lane, stay in your own zone, be proud of who you are and what you've been putting in and putting out into the world. And uh, just enjoy the journey. Uh, enjoy the journey for yourself and the results will come. But work on bringing more happiness and fulfillment to my everyday life instead of suffering and emotional turmoil for many, many, many days. And then one day some big payout that I feel fantastic for for a couple days or a couple weeks. And then I'm back to feeling how I did before and looking for the next thing to that my brain says, oh man, when I get that, because think about this, three years ago, I was working at LA Fitness, and if I went back in time and said, look, man, in a couple years, in 2022, you're going to be living in Austin, Texas, you're going to have 27 multi-million dollar mentors, you're going to be running a really awesome mastermind, you're going to have a business partner who's British, who's smart as fuck and is super fucking dope. You have an amazing social circle of, of other entrepreneurial friends. I'd be like, dude, I'm living the fucking dream. I must be happy as fuck all the time. Like, that is amazing. Fuck yeah, that's an amazing life to live. And then here I am. It's like, oh, here's, but the next thing, but the next thing, but the next thing. When I get that thin, it's like, dude, I would have... I would have probably fainted on the spot if you told me that three years ago, like where I'd be where I am today. And probably the same for you. You're probably at a place at one point where you wish that you would be at and you probably discount it just as I do. And I think that's totally normal. Just bringing some awareness and attention back to where we are today, being grateful for where we are, being process oriented, not trying to compare ourselves to other people or try to live on how other people say we should live and instead focusing on living on what feels right in alignment with us. And that's not to say, like, don't do 
like I don't do anything that I don't want to do. Dude, of course I do things that I don't want to do and I don't feel like doing. And But like even that, like it still feels right within my body. Like, oh, but this is it. This is what I want to do in terms of this is what has to be done in order for me to get what I want to get and live the life that I want to live. So, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It would be different if I'm doing work that fucking sucks and the end result is leading to fucking misery and, 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 and nothing and bullshit. So anyway, that's, that's what's been going on here. Um, it's been quite an adventure, quite a journey. It's been really unpredictable. And each day we take another step forward. And we'll see what happens. So hope you got some value from this. I appreciate you greatly. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.